Hey everyone, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the Fast and Furious movies a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Bacetta. I'm Vito Lapicola. Vroom, vroom, bitches. I'm Anthony Ray Bench. Good to hear your voices. Thank you. Same to you. How's it going, guys? It's been a while. I know. Not as nice as seeing you in person, but... We will make do. That's okay. We are getting there. I repeat, we are getting there. Yes. Fingers and, crossed. <laughs> and, and Anthony, oh God, Anthony, Turkey's don't done. get your medication. <laughs> Turkey's done, guys. That was my alarm to wake up. It, it didn't work. Are you, are you awake no. now? Uh, I'm, I'm so drowsy right now. I don't know what's going on. Is it because Speaking of the 15 up, minutes? Sir. This this is gonna be no no it's not because of the fifty minutes this is gonna be a fun episode. Good, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that from you. You're you're chuckling already. Uh, Anthony's in good spirits, which is always a plus. Might pass out in the middle of it, you know. Just yell really loud; it'll wake me up. It happens. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Let's we, do it. We're, um, we pick back up with uh, the reaction shot right after. Um, Han and Dom get the grappling gun uh, shot at, and we pick up with the reaction shot from Tej and Roman at accidentally shooting it. And I love that Roman quickly pushes the grappling gun into Tej's hands as if it wasn't his own fault, clearly. I know. I love their their faces are very comical and beautiful as they scurry off like cartoon <laughs> characters. There's good comedy in this movie. You yeah, just gotta there, look for there it. very much is, yes. A lot better than the last one, I think. I, I agree. And then we get to go back to, to Brian and his jail cell. And then this, this is, is uh, where my uh, my hour started. Oh, really? OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense because uh, I had my my previous notes. The run through were from the theatrical version. And, and now we're watching the extended version. It's about a minute off at this point. Um, but we're, we're back into um, the Brian Braga story, which is the scene I'd been most looking forward to revisiting because I didn't really remember how all this went down. Um, but we get Brian making a paper airplane out of a page he tore out of a magazine. Uh, I guess he's already read that issue or whatever. But don't, don't, don't he can read? Isn't when you're in solitary, they don't give you anything at all. So how did he get the newspaper? <laughs> he's got pull. That's oh, true. No, it, it was up his butthole. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that got dark fast. <laughs> I'm just I'm just carrying this uncomfortable huck of newspaper on my ass for six years. Well, apparently this was meant to be a callback to to baby Jack playing with the paper airplane at the beginning of the movie. But I haven't seen that part in a month, so I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is the effect of watching something seven weeks later. Exactly. Because uh, that was back in like the first 15 minutes, I think, which was which is a while ago for us. Um, but he's playing with the paper airplane, which really amounts to nothing other than the, the callback. Uh, we then we cut to this camera room where there's uh, a new guard switching out with the current guard. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he does it kind of rudely, too. He like makes this kind of hand gesture like, get out of here. Get out of here. I don't know if it's yeah. just like. I don't know, commonplace here or, or what that, you know, people are paying to have the cameras turned off. But this new guard gets kind of settled, kind of looks around and he turns off the cameras. So after this happens, we get we go back to Brian, who's still playing with his paper airplane. And he seems to he has this look on his face like he was expecting this to happen. 
Did you yes, catch that? He, he has been anticipating this. He, I think he was kind of banking on it. Can you imagine what would have happened if it hadn't happened? <laughs> right. He's like, oh, uh, he's going to, I'll check on him tomorrow. You know, after his he 24 hours. He in there all night and the next morning, they're like, you're Brian O'Connor. You're here forever. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I kind of, maybe not specifically this uh, turning off the cameras, but he knew something was going to happen because, of course, Braga was going to, you know, approach him. It's um, that nonsense. Exactly. See the we, future. Haven't, we haven't talked thought about nonsense in a while, but you're totally right. This is definitely the first time in this movie, I think. Um, so someone approaches its cell. It's Brog, of course, flanked by two henchmen. And he tells Brian that he made quite an entrance. And that since Brian put many of the prisoners here behind bars, didn't he think one would recognize him? It was it was very strange watching Brian's reaction because I couldn't tell if he was trying to be comical when mm-hmm. he looks back and forth at them like, do I know you guys? Or if it was just poor acting on his behalf. He had but, weird facial expressions all throughout the scene. It, did you did you guys notice? Yeah. And he did you notice that this is semi-reference to the scene in Watchmen where Big Figure comes to visit Rorschach in prison with the two guards? I didn't, that, <laughs> I, I didn't think it's of that. I didn't think of that explicitly, but that's kind of it's, a cliche. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's it's shot very similarly, and uh, they're standing in the same way that they were in the movie. So I can't help but think that it's a little bit of a nod to that. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Well, I think I think the facial expression, Brian. I read it as just him registering the two henchmen. You know what I mean? Like, like he's kind of weighing his odds, I guess. He forgot what happens in the script, so he was genuinely surprised they showed up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He didn't remember what happens in the Salama. Um, so it seems like this whole camera situation was Braga's doing. Um, I, I wasn't quite sure what was going on at first, but apparently Braga has enough pull in this prison to get the cameras turned off. So he saw or heard – well, either he saw Brian punch Stasiak or he heard about it, and Braga had uh, – you know, them turn the cameras off to in order to confront Brian. Other than just saying, hey, I recognize you, I don't know what Braga's intention, like, why did he need to talk to Brian? Oh, he wants him. I think he personally wants him dead because in a couple mm-hmm. of seconds, he does say you're a dead man walking, so why not give away the plan anyway? He's there to kill him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Because yeah, I don't he, think he also. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think he went there to to explain the Letty situation. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think Braga really gives a shit either way about that. He's he's there to kill him. You know, he has that line where he says, I've kept tabs on you, you know. So he's been like waiting for the right moment to kill him. And it's as if, you know, Brian has delivered himself to him. So he's Mm -hmm. there, I think, to watch and to relish and to get his revenge. Right. So somehow Braga has seen the last movie somehow. That's right. Yes. Well, Braga laments that Brian didn't go criminal earlier, so perhaps they could have worked together. So, yeah, and you're like, they did work together. They did, but uh, yeah, that's true. I guess they didn't get through a a, a job successfully though before right, Brian right. screwed him. He's like, you could have really worked for me instead of being a fucking narc. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess at, at the very least, Brian's plan is, is Brian's covers working. So he genuinely believes Braga that Brian is here, but then he doesn't know that he's there under a fake name, I guess. 
Yeah, it's very odd. And then it also makes you wonder, too, if he had people watching Giselle and what's going on. You know what I mean? It's all kind of crazy. Well, he does reveal that there's a traitor. I mean, you guys spoiled that for me. But I know, no, that's true. That's my fault. But I feel like yeah. it, it is interesting to, to look at it just from the perspective of how Riley is behaving throughout the film. Mm. But you're right. I did break one of my own rules there, Anthony. I apologize. But what I'm saying um, is, like, that's maybe where the information came from um, on Braga's end. That's how he knows what's been going on mm, with Brian. Mm, mm, mm. That makes sense. Because well, there is that it, connection with Letty. So, right, which is exactly what what Brian brings up. He says, like Letty Ortiz, and he goes on to say that he buried her. Braca says, "You buried something, but I couldn't tell you who or what it was." Yeah, how how shitty is that as a <laughs> as a villain? You know what I mean? He's just like, I don't know what the fuck you buried. It was <laughs> because the writer doesn't know. I mean, let's be honest. I it thought you were gonna say, <laughs> what? I, Vito? I thought you were gonna say how shitty of a retcon because that's what I was thinking. It's it's a poor retcon as well, but uh, I mean, they, really, least... I mean, go ahead. But is it a retcon though? I mean, like it's it's really kind of trying to. It doesn't change anything. It's just a poor explanation of it. Well, it's, it, it is weird because I was thinking that uh, that Phoenix does. So his his last recollection of her, he said he saw her burning. Mm-hmm. Which, if you really think about it, they did think enough about the retcon to have the car explode. And to show her, like, you know, there was a fire. So mm-hmm. you can you can kind of imagine that his taunting to Dom was, you know, he believed that that she had burned to death. You know what I mean? But it was a weird moment because I was like, is he having second thoughts? And then he you realize he's aiming for the gas tank. Um, right. I I could be wrong because this was a, a couple of movies ago and I don't know how many episodes back. But didn't like... Weren't there bullet holes in Letty's body? Like, didn't you say, like, I put, like, you know, I, I shot her up or some shit like that? Am I just... Well, no, I, I don't remember... Sure that he shot her in the head. I mean, they implied that he shot her in the head last time. Yeah. yeah I'd actually have to go and look at my notes, but I thought he said something about her face burning. I remember her face, or I can't remember her face because it was burning or something. Yeah, he definitely says yeah. that, but I thought, like, he said, like, I put a bullet in her or something like that. Sure, we can also attribute that to Phoenix just trying to sound tough. Yes, and then you also have to stop and think that I guess Dom ramming his car into him using another car was a bit excessive now knowing (laughs) that it wasn't really as bad as we thought it was in the last film. Hey, you know, Dom runs on emotions. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Don't we all? Um, Well, before we get to the flashback, Brian tells Braga he knows Letty is running with Shaw. Braga seems to think that Brian is in jail for good now, so he doesn't feel bad about elaborating on this. Uh, Braga says he used to run everything for for Owen and that Owen taught him to think globally. He says that Owen doesn't just have cartels on his payrolls. He has the CIA and DEA in his pocket. He also says that Owen knew when when Brian put an informant into Braga's cartel, meaning Letty. So that means that Braga was on to Letty immediately. Yeah, which is interesting because it's like they let her run for a little while. I mean, the only reason she really got away was when they started shooting the uh, the people that were on that that mission. You know what right. I mean? She happened to get away. So 
I mean, but they were going to kill her. And, I mean, you know, they were going to kill all of the other drivers anyway. So, it, I mean, it doesn't really True. make sense. But who, you know, who cares? It's still, <laughs> exactly. it's still interesting. And I mean, I remember when I was watching this in the theater, I was like, okay, I can kind of buy that. But I, you know, I hadn't. The other movie wasn't as fresh in my mind. As, you know, right. I wasn't like, hey, who'd they bury? <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, and that's not my only question uh, with this scenario here. Uh, you doing all right, Anthony? Hanging yeah, I'm in doing there, fine. Okay, good. Well, you know, um, you know what's very interesting is that Braga does. He reveals that there is a that there's a mole, and if you really, if you were, you know, someone very much paying attention to this, like we are, it, it's obvious that it has to be Riley because I mean, we know Hobbs isn't going to be the bad guy, and uh, who else would it be? I mean, everybody else is completely well, loyal to Dom. It's got to be the odd person out. Makes sense. I would well, love for The Rock to turn out to be the bad guy. Because he was awesome. That would have been amazing, right? Like, that was the one redeeming quality, at least, in my opinion, in that Doom movie when he went bad. Like, I want to see The Rock Spoilers anymore. Spoilers for Doom. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I haven't seen Doom, but thanks, man. I'm now saving people from, from checking out that movie. Just watch, like, the, the last, like, 15 minutes. He goes evil, and it's, it's really delightful. And he was always cool. a good heel wrestler, too. Like, he for needs sure. to do bad guy roles. Um, I agree. But well, he is going to be Black Adam in the, uh, in oh, the yeah. supposed sequel to Shazam. So. True. Let's see if that happens. Well, he's producing it, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen. He can do whatever he wants at this point. Yeah, um, that's true. And we, we do, at this point, uh, get a flashback uh, to the flashback in Fast and Furious, the fourth movie, of Letty escaping from Braga's cartel and getting chased down by Phoenix, rolling her car. But at that point, we get to see sort of additional information. Um, we... She well, we kind of mentioned how uh, Phoenix approaches the vehicle. She's crawling out towards him, and he's kind of smirking at her. And and you're right, Vito. It's kind of like, what is he changing his mind or what? But in, for some reason, instead of shooting her, he just decides to shoot the car's gas tank and blow it up. Yeah, yeah. And you can't really. I mean, his his motivations are very unclear there. Yeah, it's like he, maybe he just wants to make her suffer more or something. But it, it sends her flying into a ditch. I think they, they just wrote themselves in a corner and they fixed yep. it with the I most think you're right. convenient, like retcon, like change the flashback, add in additional footage. Like, yeah, I don't think it was the original plan to bring her back. Here, here's the biggest uh, hole in this story for me. So at this point, Braga says that Owen Shaw found Letty in a hospital two days later and that he went to finish the job. So how did they know she was at the hospital or even alive and still needed to be killed? Well, yeah, because then then that beggars the question, why did everybody think Letty was dead if there was no one in the car? Yeah. There's a lot of I mean, you know, it's it's it really does not hold up. We'd be great detectives, by the way. Why did they? What? Why did they put a body like? <laughs> hey, why did they because, cover it up? Because <laughs> screenplay, Anthony. Because screenplay. There was no reason for them to cover it up. Like they could for just the, been, the cartel people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They could have just been like, oh, a car exploded. No one was killed. Well, you also have to imagine the only, memory anymore, so. the only way they could have known the cops that she was dead is if they found her body. Right. In part four. Yeah. 
How can you imagine what a shitty detective that is? There's an exploded vehicle, uh, no body. Well, she's dead. What's, what's the <laughs> this is Letty's car. We're Let's having this a, funeral. A memorial service. Right. Kind of ridiculous. But like you said, Anthony, they didn't know maybe they were going to do six movies, so we can they can be forgiven. Um, Not by me. <laughs> I will hold well, Brian, this against them forever. Well, what's more egregious, Anthony, this or Too Fast, Too Furious? I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of that. Oh, that's right. It doesn't. I forgot. My mistake. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just uh, kind of to go off on a, a slight tangent, there's a mm-hmm. um, a movie sins that just came out. I don't know if you guys are familiar with movie sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, watch them. But there there is a Too Fast, Too Furious uh, movie sin out. What? And when it's hilarious. Uh. I want to say like earlier this week. Oh yeah, I'll definitely check that out. I, I, would, I would watch that one. Yeah, we should post a link on our Facebook page or something. I'll make it happen. Make it so. So Brian asks why Owen didn't just kill her. Braga says because she had no memory, she was the perfect girl. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, this pisses Brian off and, and, Bra- and tells Braga that he's lucky there's a door between them. And oh, wait, I, got, I do got to say, I do have to say, I'm sorry to catch off, but no, no, no. I loved, I did like how he goes, that girl is one tough bitch. And I was yeah. like, yeah, she is. I, I thought that was a good, you know, he, he said it out of admiration that she survived. You totally. know what I mean? Like, I, like he yeah. admires her. I, sorry, I had to bring that up because I love Absolutely. Her. I thought he said it out of annoyance. I could read it both ways. I mean, I think John Ortiz is that good of an actor. Yeah, he's great. And I, and I just, I appreciate them. I appreciate because it's kind of like with the Vince character too, where they bring a character back from like two movies ago, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's just you know the the car accident part aside, it's pretty good continuity. I do, I do really admire the way that they they tie in all of the old plot threads and you know like dangling you know pieces mm-hmm. of rope and stuff that they left in the other movies. It's it's. You know, and you have to admire that. There are a lot of people who just wouldn't give a shit about that when they were making something. You know what I mean? They completely. I mean, you know, it's like Highlander and Highlander too, where you're like, wait a minute, they're from space, and their names are Ramirez, and you know, <laughs> and, you know, and they have like Spanish yeah. accents and Scottish. You know, it's like, what the fuck is happening here? They at least try to, you know, try to connect everything logically, right? And in, in a way that is concise enough for a, you know, two hour action movie. And I mean, I'm sure there's other ways they could have gone about it, you know, just narratively, but do you really want them to spend time on, you know, well, we, we hit a, we put a body in and pretended it was Letty. And so I can understand. Right. Yeah. We found somebody nobody would miss. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's way too much plot, you know, to throw in there for nothing. I still Mm -hmm. don't understand why they would go through the trouble of murdering somebody and framing like, or, like putting the body near the car for them to find. Why? But we don't know that they did that. Well, I mean, we can assume. Like, I mean, if we're gonna crack this wide open, I mean, we but have Braga, to. Maybe... Braga says, like, he... I'm oh, sorry. No, guys. yeah, well, that's true. No, that's, that's he says true. that, that they buried sense. something. But yeah, the line is, I don't know what you buried something. I couldn't tell you who or what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. I, wanna, I mean, how 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 much worse are the detectives if it was just like a deer? <laughs> I know, right? I'm like thinking that too. It's like roadkill. Girl had antlers. What the <laughs> fuck was going on up here, Sarge? I don't know. Let's just get a fucking feel about. A lot can happen when you blow up in a car. But right, right. 
I'm, I'm her trying head to fused just... with the antlers of a fucking deer. Just barrier. I'm just trying oh, to man. figure out why they they cared about like making it look like Letty died when. I think I I, I don't think I, I honestly believe it was just it was a very panicked screenwriter going how the fuck do I do this and yep. Universal going it works for me next oh, she wants to come back oh fuck twin sister <laughs> oh god that would have been even worse actually actually guys I'm not against it <laughs> I'm not against it either I would I'm, rather I'm sure that we'll be get the case that eventually <laughs> evil Letty. Separated at birth? Oh, God. She, she shows up with a twin red lightsaber. <laughs> right, and she has a goatee for some reason. Clone Letty. <laughs> Jesus. So Robot the two Letty. I, I, you know, guys, I'm not going to tell you where my mind's going with a double Letty. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just stop right there. Speaking of doubles, the two henchmen have uh, shivs. Uh, Braga tells, oh, and he's opened the door at this point. Braga has that kind of power too. He just opens up Brian's cell door. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Tells, you're, yep. you're glossing over the, the part where, uh, Brian's like, you know, if there wasn't a cell between us, I would beat yeah. your ass. And, and then he immediately opens the door. And then the Dude, cell the door on his face is opens. Great. Yeah. Like, I wonder, I wonder if they told him just to say that line and, and he did not realize they were going to open the doors because he genuinely looks like he's about to shit his pants. He he's looks like, surprised. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if Justin Lin was like, we'll do a take where the door opens and then that led into them improvising the fight. You know what I mean? I, I love how every time Bro, uh, Paul Walker has a good acting mo- moment, we just assume nobody told somebody told him. Right. <laughs> like, Don't tell Paul. Okay, guys, that's a wrap. Wait a minute, we were filming the whole time. <laughs> I thought we was just having a conversation. We love Paul Walker. We love Paul Walker. Well, so Brian, Poor Paul. Uh, I know he's. A, I'm sure he's a great guy. Uh, Braga tells Brian that what happened to Letty is Brian's fault. And so that instigates the fight because Brian punches Braga right there and manages well, he, the. He doesn't have a choice, man, because totally, I mean, totally. he, 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 I don't think he wanted to punch Braga. What happened was those two dudes popped out shivs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's like, I'm about to fucking die. I may as well take the initiative, you know? So he like smacks Braga really fast. And that kind of like, you know, you hit the, uh, you hit the leader and, you mm-hmm. know, the other two guys look at each other like, what's going on? And then you have to attack. But he also is smart enough to pull them into his cell where it's a smaller confined space. So he kind of has an advantage. Yeah, the fight choreography in this scene is brutal and it's pretty, you know what I mean? It's, it's, well, it's because super we watched the extended version, the theatrical version was not as graphic. It's, it looks like a scene out of Dolomite where they're like, you know, <laughs> barely kicking and. People are flying for no reason. My issue, and to reiterate, I am watching the theatrical version. Um, my issue with the fight was they have shivs. They're slicing, like not stabbing. That's what a shiv is. Like you stab somebody repeatedly. Yeah, and you, you poke them to death. You don't uh, slash them to <laughs> and, death. And like it shows, like you know, one of the the henchmen like actually slices Brian. And, like, you just see, like, the tiniest, like, thinnest, like, cut, like, mm-hmm. on the back. And Brian barely, like, at least he does um, acknowledge that, you know, he's been cut. Unlike, you know, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel getting shot and just, you know, pain <laughs> don't hurt. Up. But yeah. um, 
it's just like the tiniest like wound. It's like you're you're not even going to need stitches. Like, and I'll also say the the main uh, changes to the extended version were sound effects. So the stabs just sounded squelchier. Mm. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, uh, according it's, to Justin Lin. The um, it is so Anthony. You're right. Like they they have it's like screwdrivers. It's basically like or ice picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the you know the slashing doesn't make a lot of sense. It should be a lot of like th- close thrusting. You know, stick sticks. You know, like that. You know. But yeah. that's why they're sidekicks. You know what well, I mean? Like if obviously they were smart, they'd be Braga. Obviously, those prisoners have never seen a prison break movie. Correct. They were, they, dude. American Me was the next prison screening they were going to have the next week. It totally would have showed them how to kill him correctly. Yep. But it was a week too late. Too late. Well, I, I had initially marathon Oz. <laughs> too much butt sex. Oh. Um, I, I initially thought that both of the henchmen had shivs, but I, I guess it was only one of them. I'm pretty. I think. They yeah, both I think did. both of them. I did they? Well, because yeah. when they get into the actual cell, like I never see. I don't know, maybe Brian just knocks the other one he, out. He knocks, yeah, that's what he does. And it's uh and it's weird too because I've been watching this on my phone, so it's like a tiny screen. But when they when it, the first he he punches Braga, the two come in, he immediately does it looks like he's doing like Krav Maga, you know, and he I think he disarms the first guy. The first shiv goes flying, and that's why he's able to take on the next guy. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. the the second guy he he uses a towel to kind of grab the knife away safely which was kind of cool yeah and that's that's what they tell you to do in, in real courses and stuff you know you wrap you wrap your arm with your jacket or something like that because you're gonna mm. get stabbed so mm-hmm. you may as well have something to you know you you want to distract it. them enough yeah makes sense well he i guess he uses it to, to get the, the the knife away from him but then he gets caught in a chokehold and breaks one of the guy's fucking fingers to get out of it yeah that was that's amazing and again that harkens back to the Watchmen scene, he snaps a guy's fingers like that. Really? Watchmen. So this came yeah. out after Watchmen? Yeah, Watchmen uh, was 10 years ago, so I think it was 2009. Yeah, okay. and, this would have been 13. Uh, the teaser trailer uh, was with um, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight came out in 2008, so Watchmen was 2009. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying 100%, but the way that the, way that the guys... It's reminiscent. Braga, when they show up, is exactly the way they're standing in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you know he snaps a guy's finger. It's it's different because he you know he gets their arms that come through the cell bars, and he snaps the guy's fingers and then ties his arms together. Oh shit! But uh, you know it's still you know there there's still some similarities there. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to point out, at least for me, whether Paul Walker was told certain things or not, he's very good in this scene. He's. I think I think this movie is probably the best acting that we got out of him so far. You I really like them. Be onto something there. At least in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yes, in in the I franchise. Mean, let's yes. let's face it. There's, you know, people people evolve and they get better. I mean, Keanu Reeves, he was always pretty pretty cool, but I mean, you know, he's gotten way better as he got older. Absolutely. Brad Pitt, you know, Brad Pitt got way better as he got older. I mean, you know, there there's a reason why they're stars, man. You know, and it's because they know how to. You know what I mean? Like, like you, mm-hmm. when you when you're watching this movie, Vin Diesel has very much like matured into the role of Dom, and you know Paul Walker has very much matured into the role of of Brian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they feel like they're real, 
you know, people in this versus being, you know, a little more comical or at least, you know, characters that they were earlier in the series. Right. And we'll get to that sort of thing down the road. Yes. <laughs> um, and so Brian knocks out both henchmen and grabs the dropped shiv from the floor and he holds it up to Braga. So I guess both both of the henchmen are, are knocked out at this point. Well, he, he smashes. He love he sure loved that boy loves to smash a man head. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. he smashes the shit out of that dude. That guy's probably got permanent brain damage. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Braga says Brian won't do it. He's not going to hurt him. So Brian stabs him in the leg to prove that he he will. And to prove that he knows how to use a shiv. Yeah, he he actually does it correctly because he gets him right in the fucking knee, dude. That's That's got to be the worst pain in the world. Was it the knee? Oh, it's it's it either like the, the knee or like right above the knee. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It was it was pretty fucking brutal. The meaty part of the thigh. Yeah, he he. I think I think it's you know it's one of those things where Brian isn't going to kill him, obviously, but he wants mm-hmm. to show him he really means business. That's right. And so you know he jams it to the to the hilt in the guy's leg. That's right. Did you buy it, Anthony? Is yeah. Paul, Brian in this scene. Good. I'm yeah, glad. I am. Um... I didn't care for Braga though. Really, I'm surprised at that. I thought he was a little too cartoony, and you know, explaining things that he didn't need to explain. Like he should be all business, just like. And I know it's it's plot convenience and to move the story mm-hmm. forward, but I thought he was so cool. Like he was a good villain in uh, in uh, Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. and this he's just a little too generic. I think. Well, if, yeah. I, if I can offer you this, I do think they, if you look at his, his teeth and his hair in this, um, they kind of made him look a little older. He looks a little more worn down. And, uh, I think his demeanor, he has, he has much more of a defeated demeanor in this. He's not as like bragging mm. and fucking cocky mm-hmm. because he's in prison. I mean, you know, I, and he's been there for years. Yeah, when I when I was watching the scene, I was like, "This is a, this is a guy who has had a lot taken out out of him in prison." Even though he's got a lot of power, I mean, he's still he's used to living a life, and he's confined to solitary. You know, I mean this this is a guy who's been taken down several notches. He hasn't been able to I play golf. That, uh, yeah, I think John Ortiz is is very good in this. Um, you know, he he definitely pulls off that that dude who's just like, "Look, I'm gonna fucking kill you." He's probably not even going to get that much satisfaction out of it, you know, because he's still going to be in prison tomorrow. Yeah, um, it's something to do on a Tuesday. He's yeah. used to hanging out with Gal Gadot and other supermodels, and now That's he's right. hanging out with yeah. the two henchmen who don't know how to how to <laughs> use <laughs> the shiv. That's the his arm candy now. Stab straight. You had yeah. one job. <laughs> yeah. So Brian asks Braga what Shaw is up to. What's his plan? Braga asks Brian. How does he think Shaw knows his next move before he even makes it? He says, think about it. He's got eyes on you. And, well, yeah, I mean, it's not explicit, but obviously he's talking about a mole. Yeah, and it's it's funny, too, because uh, Brian is about to fucking stab him again, and he bitches out. You know, he's like, look, I, you know, I'd rather... I'd rather tell you there's a mole than get fucking stabbed in the other leg, you know? Totally. That's where the exposition dump should have came from. Not like, Mm. I'm going to explain the plan, I'm going to explain what's going on, and then I'm going to have people try and kill you. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, no, the threat of pain, the threat of death, like that's when the villain should spill the beans. And also the thing that he says after he stops Brian from stop, from stabbing him again isn't – it's really a reiteration of what he just said. He yeah. says the only way you get close to Shaw is if Shaw wants you there. <laughs> which which is I – do, I do really like that they just keep showing us that Shaw – Shaw is just so far ahead of everybody else. For sure. Like he, you know, they're, they're really setting him up as a man who is not going to go down or are not going to go down easy. Especially after what a lay, a pushover Reyes ended up being, you know? Yes. Like yeah. everything went according to plan, which was part of the point. But yeah, in this one, it's like Shaw is very formidable. He's not to be, you know, taken lightly. And I think that's kind of the key to making this entry work. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Shaw, as we'll see in a few minutes, too. I mean, we don't get much of him in this 15 minutes, but he is definitely an amazing presence. Mm-hmm. He almost has like a, uh, I don't want to say it's a Kaiser Soze presence, but you do get the feeling that, that again, this is a guy who's like a master chess player. You know what he's I mean? He's got a he's, reputation. Yeah, he's he's so he's so above and beyond the game that, you know, you don't even know you're being played. It's, totally. it's he's he's very interesting, which is important I mean, because I think they've shown Dom to be. I mean, it, it, he's he's the anti-Dom essentially because Dom is very smart, resourceful. We said many times, you know, and and it's and it takes an Owen Shaw type character to really. I mean, especially the sixth movie in the series to to make it. You know, the stakes high enough. Yeah, exactly. So that's all awesome stuff. We cut to a wacky music video that turns out to actually be the street race that Han was talking about. So (laughs) there's there's a little funny bit about this. I'm watching it, right? And the song and the the shot starts stuttering. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, my, my DVD player is broken. And I ejected the disc and put it back in. And it was still doing it, and it was driving me crazy. It's part of the song. It was like an aesthetic <laughs> choice, uh-huh. and it was so horrible and so messed up that I thought my disc was broken. I'm sorry that happened. No, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's a crappy you got song. played, Anthony. You got played. I, I was too busy being distracted by the, the insane visuals. It, yeah, you know, I was, I was going to say, Justin Lin sure does. That boy sure does like his butts. Well, he mentioned in the commentary that he was glad that this was the last of these kinds of scenes he would ever have to do. Uh, He kind of was talking more about, you know, it's very hard to wrangle a bunch of people and it was uh, nighttime in London, so it was very cold. But kind of just like, I I got the impression he was just kind of like over the whole. (laughs) It was probably a studio mandate. Well, no, I was going to say translation. His wife was like, one more (laughs) fucking scene with hot women and I'm out. There's too many butts. Right. I see what, what I you're doing you? here, Justin Lin. I see what <laughs> you're doing here. No, honey, it's the studio. They're making me put these girls Gotta do in it. the scene. Got to do it. It's easily the most happening Fast and Furious race party scene, at least since Brazil. You know, uh, did you guys find, I found the, uh, I, we're going to get a lot of flack for this. Uh, what do you call the person who stands there and initiates the race? Uh, I mean, the I flag, the flag, the flag person. I don't know the if that there's girl. like just the right the starter. I think. Yeah, I I thought she was really fascinating. Um, I tried to find her on IMDb. 
she wasn't credited in the movie. So, but I got the feeling she was somebody that, you know, Londoners might know. She might be like a, a celebrity over there, but she or had a, a DJ really amazing presence. Well, I've yeah, got her a presence was fucking great, man. Well, I've got a, a little more information about her when we get oh, there. Good. Um, but you're right. I, I, well, we'll get there. Yeah. So, so Dom drives up and he spots Letty immediately. She appears to be buying into a race, I guess. She gives some guy some money, and the guy's about to leave, but she grabs him and gets some money back. I guess he, like, owed her change that he wasn't going to give her. He owed her change. I'm not entirely sure what that was about. This, uh, yeah, this she, is over a matter of 75 cents. I'm going to just exactly. violently grab this man. She may be a criminal, but damn it, she wants her change. Yeah. I think it was just, like... Dom had to see her like, oh, it's the same old Letty, you know, busting balls. That's that's exactly what it was. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Otherwise, it made no sense. Because the guy, the guy, you know those those commercials you see at like three in the morning where they're like, "Has this ever happened to you?" And he walks up and he he pulls the door off of his car and he does that weird <laughs> arm gesture where he's like, "Well, I guess there's nothing I can do." <laughs> that's life. Like, that's exactly what what kind of acting that guy's doing. In fact, I think he is the guy from the commercial. You're right. Yeah, he is kind of like, oh, well, you got me. Waggity, 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 <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Hey, Dom, Dom's watching all of this. He's just observing as Letty gets back into her car. And Do, then you she know what pulls. I was thinking, hmm? though, with his with the look on Dom's face, those of you who are watching along with us, watch Dom's face here. The thirst is real. He makes like five different expressions. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what it's like? You know that editing thing that they teach you in film school where they're like, they get a shot of a person with, with no expression and they keep cutting back and forth. They show like a pie. Then they show he's a hungry. baby. Yep. Then they show a thing. Yeah, and you, you read into it what you want. I was looking mm-hmm. at that and I was like, he's just, he's so thirsty for Letty <laughs> right now. They probably just said, Vin, sit there and don't do anything, you know, and we'll cut it, <laughs> cut it back and forth and make it look like you're in love. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can't remember what that... Um film experiment or, or whatever was was called but they would show just a blank expression after showing like a funeral and you you think oh he's sad or they'd show a soup and then the guy and you think oh he's hungry and just i'm, I'm ashamed to say i've forgotten his name he was he was the father of modern movie editing and i'm forgetting his mm-hmm. name right now and i'm a bad film person because i had the exact same uh lesson in class and i can't remember either but we'll 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 find it and we'll we'll get back to it um, I'm looking it up right now because now I feel like yes. a really bad student. Look it up, and uh, Letty goes up to the the starting line, and who should her opponent be but one Dominic Toretto? Eisenstein, not the opponent. Eisenstein, okay. Yeah, it was Sergei Eisenstein. There you go. Sorry. No, it needed to be said. <laughs> um, so – <laughs> that would have been crazy if it was Sergi Eisenstein pulling up and she's like, what are you doing? Perfect like, timing. I'm performing editing technique for a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, so we totally break the, the fourth wall. Um, <laughs> is he looking at Letty? Or is that a pie? Or is that a baby? What's happening with this Fast and the Furious movie? Either way, Roman's always hungry. <laughs> yes, so my, my, I know, I know. My question is, did Dom have to buy in? He's not known in London. How did he get into this race? Does it matter? I'm sure he I'm paid. He paid. He prepaid. He prepaid he paid with ahead. Google Cash. Yeah, he, used he Google Venmoed Cash. him. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. You guys take PayPal? Hell no, we take Venmo. <laughs> I've got that too. <laughs> 
so I guess they have their windows rolled down because this is one of those they're having an entire conversation in separate cars. And so Letty while, looks while over whispering. At, yeah. Yeah, exactly. While talking in, you know, inside voices. And and Letty looks over at the guy she just shot the other day and says, You got some balls, man. But she says it like she's impressed, like she's not mad. Yeah. Well, you can tell uh, this is something that I thought was really amazing for the rest of this 15 minutes is that you can say what you want about a lot of leading actors, you know, who are who are in movies together. There's a mm-hmm. definite chemistry between these two actors. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are these little glances that we'll get to and stuff, you know, like during the race and things like that. There's very obviously an attraction between them, you know, like, well, they, they dated they're, they're, at some point, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, she she can I think she senses that he's someone that she knows. You know what I mean? And she's yes. really excited by him because because when he says she says, you know, I shot you whatever and he goes, I think you hit your mark. He 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 was basically telling her, "Yeah, you could have killed me. You're a great shot, but you didn't. And you didn't kill me because you like me." You know, so it's like this it's this amazing like it's almost like this tender weird romantic Mm-hmm. You know, thing that's happening during a fucking car race. It's actually a really cool scene when you think. Right. About it. Because because Letty says she's lucky. He's lucky that she missed. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, you know, you it's a didn't. Exactly. Yeah. Like, implying, I guess, that like deep down she knows Dom is someone to her, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And And I think that the way that it's handled, aside from the whole amnesia angle being wacky in general it's handled very well just as far as how dom is approaching it and everything um yeah well he he could have come off they could have played it very it could have been really silly and very maudlin with him going don't you don't you understand who i am baby (laughs) right we know each other but the dialogue's really subtle Mm -hmm. i actually think this is one of the one of the better written scenes in the entire franchise in terms of real character stuff between the two of them. Because again, oh, absolutely. you could tell, but, you know, it's got that classic femme fatale feel, you know, where she's, she's the woman who could kill him, but somehow she chooses him. You know what I mean? She knows that like, he's the man for her and he, he doesn't, he's not desperate. He knows that he'll eventually win. You know, it's, 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 I don't know. I, I well, think the scene's really good. Well, she asked him, she asked him what his deal is and asked him if he has a death wish. And Dom says, if that's what it takes, but she doesn't – I mean we know what he's referring to, but she doesn't necessarily know in, in reference to if that's what it takes being to get her back. But he says, I just want to race. Yeah. And Letty says he might lose his car, to which Dom just laughs and says, let's Dude, do that, it. his laugh is so great. He's like, Ugh. Right? Yeah, I he, love I mean, that. Like he can't be that's beat. That's a completely natural laugh. Yeah, he's, totally. he's pretty pretty amazing in the scene too. You know, it's just a – Mm-hmm. Again, it's there's a lot of subtlety here, you know. It's not over the top. It's not played for, you know, like schmaltz, schmaltziness or whatever, you know. Yep. It's it's really, you know, you can tell he genuinely loves her and he he you know, he desperately wants to get her back but he just can't show it, you know, and you mm-hmm. can see that underneath. It's really I think good. he doesn't I think he doesn't want to scare her off because if he just approaches her and says, "Hey baby, we used to be boyfriend girlfriend." He's going to yeah. she's going to be Here's like, "Yeah, fuck necklace." You. Exactly. Let's go get him. So he's drop. He's dropping these little hints. He says, "Ride or die." Remember? And I yeah, guess she doesn't. Right. It was awesome. 
Well, she. I got the feeling she did. I. It I, rings I, I a bell. Yeah, a it looks like it yeah, triggered because, something. Because there's this. There's a, there is this really great moment. Again, for those of you who are watching along with us, like pause that and go back and watch when he says "ride or die." Remember, she stops. Like she. Like she's like, "What is he talking about?" And then you see like almost a moment of recognition. And there's this really amazing cut back to Dom as he looks over. Like, did that get her? It got her. You know. Like, yeah. He does have this moment where he's like, "I. I'm getting through." This 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 look of recognition kind of washes over her face. It, I feel like it's it's subtle, but there. Yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah, it's really good, and and a, a fitting tribute to Eisenstein because the editing in the scene's really good. So now we get this blonde girl walking up to the starting line to start this race, and for me. It's the most convoluted race starting we've had so far. Oh, yeah. This, I miss if Hector. If you think about the dialogue, it does not make any sense. Well, yeah, she comes what out she's there. Saying. She First, she shushes everyone, first of all, which was ridiculous. And she says, out here, we're used to getting what we want. This is London, baby. But remember, don't bite the bait. What the fuck is she talking about? I have no idea, but she's hot. So she is I hot. can forgive her. And there she, is has, a weird, she has really great screen presence. There is a weird echo, like when she says something. I can't remember what she says. And it bothered me. And then I found out it's actually like a part of the song that's playing in the background. It's part of the soundtrack. <laughs> You've got a you lot of issues with the song. I you do. You bit the bait, Anthony. You I bit, bit the bait. bait. Yeah. Don't bite it. Don't bite the bait. That's she specifically said. Don't bite the bait, and you did. Yeah. I don't understand what she's talking about. I don't know why she's giving a speech. You know? <laughs> because no, that's that's why I got the feeling that she. It was like somebody who you're like, oh, was this like the Spice Girls manager or something? Like, well, who is so this person I, that I, they gave her this glorified cameo? And you're like, I don't know. I mean, was she on the Graham Norton show? I missed her name. Knows. I'd have to go back and, and. But they mentioned it in the commentary. Apparently. Vin Diesel was in London or something and, and met this girl. I don't know if she's a singer or performer or something, but she he told Justin Lin, we got to get her in the movie because she just exudes London. Yeah, and, she, she does have a definite presence. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, I don't under, I don't, like her character doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, yeah, like, what is, what does it mean out here? We're used to getting what we want in the race cult. Okay. And then, uh, but don't bite the bait. What bait? What are you talking yeah. about? Like, what bait is there? Very, very convoluted. What do you think, Anthony? You, you look pensive. Well, right after she drops the flag, that's where I kind of tuned out. Oh, no. Oh, that's this fine. This scene's really good, Anthony. There's a lot of, like, really subtle stuff in it, man. It, well, no, no. I, I agree. But, like, once the race started, that's where I just I don't care anymore. Well, I, I can understand. Luckily, there's tons more after the race, but... So they, they finally start the race. Dom and Letty take off. Dom does a little wheelie, of course. I love that. Yes, his signature his signature wheelie. Exactly. And it wasn't like a big deal wasn't made of it either. I mean, if you weren't looking for it, you might have missed it. But I like that it was there. Um, they're driving through the London streets. They're shifting and steering and accelerating and braking. The cutting's all pretty quick, so you can't really tell if there are any people or cars in the way. It's really well done, actually. I think even better than Fast Five. Uh, the same baby, speaking of Fast Five, watches them go by in a bus. Also, Justin Yeah, I noticed son. that. I was like, is that another kid or the same kid? Oh, it's, this, it's the same actor. I would like to believe that somehow it's the same kid. 
the kids like I keep seeing these fucking races. <laughs> like I grew the up in, I moved away from Rio. Child. Yeah, he's he's like the world's most dangerous child. Like no matter where he goes, he attracts danger. That's right. The so that was a nice from uh, from from Raiders of the Law or from uh, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, right, right. Short round kid, yeah. Doctor Diesel, Doctor Dom. <laughs> okay. Dr. No Dom. time for love, Dom. No time for love. <laughs> so they. Um, it's the same baby in the bus and they, and they kind of drift around the bus and Letty sees Dom keeping up with her. And she's like getting impressed because I assume that, you know, most people wouldn't be able to keep up with her. So she speeds ahead. Some cops start chasing him, And Dom says, it's just like old times. Good she stuff. She hears it somehow. Yes, exactly. She's got her window down, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're weaving in and out of traffic around cars. The cops are chasing up, and Dom does this 180 maneuver that makes the cop car crash into a parked car, and Letty is instantly, like, in love with Dom. Yeah, she's like, this guy's crazy. Her but seat is drenched. Point. You know what else, again, is really fun <laughs> is that there's this moment where she's like, this guy's crazy. And it cuts to Dom, and he looks at her like, yeah, you impressed yet? Uh, there's more. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I even put, exactly, I put that in my notes. Dom flips back around, and Letty is like, this guy is nuts. But she's yeah. super into it. Yeah. She's well, yeah, loving that's, it. That's what attracted her to him in the first place, is that he's crazy. Whether she knew it or not. Yeah, they're kindred spirits, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 the amazing thing for all of the stuff that, you know, uh, I get where Michelle Rodriguez would be like, Letty is a bit underwritten, but at the same time, they never present her as anything else other than an equal to Dom. You know, I agree. Never, uh, you know, in the first movie, he's kind of a douchebag to her, but you know, in the rest of the films, he always treats her with respect. You never see him get, you know, shitty with her. Like, like there's, I would say the most important thing to Dom in this entire series is Letty. No, it's Brian. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Well, aside from from Brian. Um, But, I mean, even though, well, he did try to get rid of her, but I guess it was for her own good. Not in my head, Cannon, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get rid of him. He's the ultimate gaslighter. (laughs) Well, his his love for Letty has been retconned as well. Um, They keep racing, and eventually Letty uses her Nas shooting her ahead second Dom, product placement that's right but see dom knows that she did it too soon so he punches his a little bit later and he goes past letty winning of course and um it's not even really close i mean he's a good half car length ahead of her well, you know you know what was very interesting was they go across like this imaginary finish line basically there's nobody waiting for them there that's so true. Like, how you know? Where's the crowd? Who, who knows? Who <laughs> oh my! God. That's totally true. Maybe they, they take like, a detour. There. The people were cheering for him, and they're like, "Oh well, I'm sure it turned out all right. Let's get back guess, to partying." I guess they just drove away. Like, who? How, how do you know who won the bets back at the thing? Like, people are getting into fist fights. That's a good yeah. question. They're tearing the wig off of the blonde lady. <laughs> but you know, then you don't get this awesome scene. I guess this awesome this intimate is, scene. This scene's pretty fucking great. Yes. And I, I, did you tune back in here, Anthony, or were uh, you done for good? After they stopped talking car jargon, I, I tuned back in. Well, I actually thought this was pretty well done. I mean, like, it, it is car jargon, but 
it's all metaphorical, which is really well done. Like they go into this empty parking lot. Like Letty kind of reluctantly waves to Dom no, to follow her. I, hmm? She does. She wasn't reluctant. Like she she summons him. It's it's like the moment where if you, if you look at like those those films where the knight has to try to impress the the princess, you know, and he mm-hmm. does something, and finally she like drops her kerchief. He comes over and he picks it up and presents it to her, and she talks to him. That's kind of the equivalent of that scene here. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. she, he, he impresses her enough that she summons him over because she basically, again, she did try to shoot him the other day, but she's she's intrigued by him. Mm-hmm. And now that she sees that he's in every way an equal to her in terms of racing and in their attitudes and stuff, she summons him over. She 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 basically gives him a come hither look, you know, and he follows <laughs> because he has to. Of course. I, I guess I took it more as like, you know, she doesn't like to lose. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's totally true. Uh, so Dom gets out and he says, you're still up shifting early. Letty replies, I do that so you break. And then Dom says, you lose traction and the back end kicks out. And I just I love the back and forth. Look there. at Dom mansplaining. <laughs> well, you got a point there. And because, yeah, well. Letty does say, yeah, I, I noticed, you know, so he we is should, right. We should actually coin a new phrase. It's going to be Dom-splaining from here on out. Because <laughs> Dom so knows everything. Yeah. It's, it's mansplaining, but he really cares about you. <laughs> right. It's for your own good. It's half It's half gaslight, half mansplaining, all Dom-splaining. <laughs> Dom should mansplain to Mia how to make a tuna sandwich properly. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> right? You see, it's all in the cut of the mackerel. it's not even mackerel but you know what i mean (laughs) oh man letty tells dom that just because he knows how she rides it doesn't mean he knows her but it seems like she'd be curious right how do you know all this stuff about me yeah that's all so dom is i love where he, he says you know where we come from they say show me how you ride and i'll show you who you are yeah there's a lot of great lines in this that's, scene. That's my favorite line in the movie so far. Yeah. Yeah. And Dom is being very obvious about knowing Letty in the way that he speaks to her. But it's not, again, like, like he says, you never could resist American muscle. Instead of saying, I remember, you know, you know, specifically, I don't know. I just think that the subtext is really well done here. And he's talking about himself. Well, Letty asks him what else he knows. He says he knows everything. He takes her wrist and tells her that she got this scar the night they met. When she was 15 at her first street race, some kid trying to show off lost control of his car and wiped out right next to Letty. Dom says that she's lucky she didn't lose an arm. Letty assumes that Dom is going to tell her that he's the one that came to save her, but instead he tells her that he was the one showing off. And I loved that delivery when he was like, right? I was the reckless kid. Totally. You know, I mean, you, know, you know what's great about that is it's a very rare moment in this franchise where Dom exhibits vulnerability. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? Mm-hmm. He he's not it's for the first time he doesn't have to be the fucking cool guy. It's 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 like Dom revealing who he was before he became the legendary Dom. He was mm-hmm. just some goofy kid trying to impress this girl and he won her. You yeah. Know? Totally. And uh I I actually remember the first time I watched this movie, that's this scene sticking out to me in that story in particular. Like, I think it's well-written and, and it's also an example of, of Vin Diesel delivering a, a monologue really well. 
Uh, when I yeah, was watching this scene, so. all I could think about was Jaws. <laughs> Me too. That's exactly what I wrote in my notes. It's the romantic Fast the Furious equivalent of the Scar scene in Jaws. Hey, oh, that yeah. Scar scene in Jaws was really romantic. I don't know why you're downplaying oh, it. Do you you know damn well those three ended up fucking on that boat. It always <laughs> happens when you get men on a boat. And they were singing Show Me the Way to Go Home while it was it's, happening. It's actually in more reminiscent. It's you more reminiscent of the star scene of the scar scene in Swamp Thing, Return of Swamp Thing. I think I think it's reminiscent of every scar <laughs> scar scene that was ever ripped off of Jaws. <laughs> totally. Did totally. Justin <laughs> Lin mention Jaws in the commentary? He did not. He only should have. Yeah, he should have. Should have paid it some respect. Yeah. Uh, he tells her about another scar she got when she drove her car through a retaining wall. While running from some cops with Mia in Royal Heights. Dumbass. What is a retaining how old, Dude, well, how old was Mia, man? She was like, what, 18 in the first film? So she must have been four? <laughs> dude, you know, I don't know. Like, re- reckless driving with his little sister. I don't, well, I don't know if she was that young in the front. Did they, I don't even know if they specify how old she is. Well, I mean, she, the implication of the first film, she couldn't have been more than 20 or 21, man. Yeah, you know I'd go. I mean? I'd so go early twenties. When they were, I mean, Dom's Dom and Letty. Letty was like fifteen, or he was fifteen. So Mia had to have been eight or nine, dude. I mean, she could not have been much older than that. It was reckless endangerment. Well, either, either way, it was a, it was some dangerous driving, and, right. and Letty's lucky to be alive. So here's the real sexy: when Letty pulls her pants down to her pelvic region and asks Dom about another scar. He tells her that she got that one the last time they were together in the DR. You remember what that stands for, don't you, Anthony? Dominican Republic. That's right. Letty wanted oh, I to thought go. It was the doctor. <laughs> oh, zing! <laughs> do, 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 do. What? Last time we took you to get that abortion at the doctor. Oh, Whoa! God. Oh no! Feet on it dark. <laughs> Letty wanted to go for a night swim, and she cut herself on the reef. <laughs> He followed her and got a matching scar, if you can believe that. That was that was a little schmaltzy. I thought that was a little stupid. Then I and then I kept thinking of Jaws again, and I was like, <laughs> they could have been eaten. They could have been. <laughs> no one would have known. Totally. I, that Dom getting the matching scar might be a step too far. So Letty was, gets bit by a shark, and then Dom beats the crap out of the shark and forces the shark to give him the same scar so they can have matching scars. We're equals. <laughs> the shark the shark right now is swimming and showing people its scar. It's like I fucking got to fight this muscle-bound human. I think it might have been a Bigfoot. No, no, no. Every Even the, the animal kingdom knows Dom Toretto. That's right. He, knows, he mentions him by name. Beastmaster was based <laughs> on his relationship with animals. That's right. Uh, Letty says she doesn't know why Dom is there and that he's in over his head. Apparently these scar stories have not swayed her whatsoever. Dom tells her that he's there for her. Again, I feel like she would be curious about what's going on here. Letty says she knows. She does know. Deep down, yeah, and I guess maybe there's some obligation that she feels towards Shaw, perhaps. She's maybe kind of torn. I mean, clear, like she, we know that she doesn't really know Dom. But she has to have some, some recognition. Yeah, I think I think she's putting two and two together. I mean, you know, just mm. because she doesn't have any memory doesn't mean you know she's a she's a 
complete blank. I mean, right. She, I mean, he, she, she has to recognize him. I'm sure there's, there's something there that makes her go. I, I know this man from somewhere. And when he says, I'm here for you, she realizes, I mean, look, dude, when, when she shows that the, the pelvic scar, the way that he runs his thumb across her body, you know, that's, that's intimate knowledge. Either that, or he's a really skillful, skillful creeper. Oh yeah. I, I rewound it. So watched again. Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, that's a little odd. You're kind of creepy, uh, Zach. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, not really. kidding. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm not creeper. kidding either. I should have. I, I am gone. creepy, but not for those reasons. You may need to register, <laughs> register yourself there, Zach. I'll think about it. Stay away from schools. <laughs> well, Letty says that she's not the same girl that Dom remembers. Dom says she is. Letty can't take Dom's animal magnetism, and she suddenly <laughs> has to go. He's kind of like, but you are. You have the same face, the same arms, the same legs. And I just pointed out you have the same scars. You're literally the same girl. You are literally the same. Well, every seven years, your cells replicate. So you're not the same person, but you are. It's kind of a weird mystery. I don't know why you turned into a, an Italian deli owner in New York. This is, I, this is how yeah. they could have introduced the clone angle. Yeah. I'm not the same girl. Hey, there's still time. To, let's be honest. And they got what? At least two more movies left, yeah. and they've already broached the uh, and then sci-fi they got into realm. The Transformer car, which is uh, which oh. our motorcycle, which we'll talk about later. Oh boy, what? Uh, Idris Elba has a Transformer motorcycle in Hobbs and Shaw, oh. which oh boy. we'll talk about when we when we break down Hobbs and Shaw. Once we get the there, um. Before but she goes, I'm yeah. sure that uh, Matt Matt Kyle is going to be very happy to know there was a Transformer in one of the movies. It's one step closer to his dream. Before she goes, Dom gives her his lucky silver necklace, saying that it belongs to her. She looks at it kind of weird and takes off. So apparently he was fine with. Oh wait, I was going to say he's fine with Alina having it. I guess he thought Letty was dead at that point. She like wakes up. She's like, "Where the fuck is my necklace? <laughs> I left it right I'm here." Pregnant. I'm pregnant. Dom's gone. The necklace disappeared. What's happening here? No, he just went to the Universal Studios gift shop and got another one for $25. (laughs) He's just got a whole trunk of those. Dom, you asshole. So she, she leaves, and just then Owen Shaw drives up. He gets out of his car and says to Dom, there she goes, leaving you again. And this might be the most awkward stop of our 15 minutes, right in the middle of a really cool part. But what can you do? That's okay. We'll uh, we'll catch up to it next time. Because I think the scene with, with Owen and Dom is just as good. Spoilers, jerk. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, Anthony. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean. watch the entire movie. Come on. <laughs> you couldn't stop yourself. I think that this, because of the race scene, maybe felt a bit quick. Like, there was a lot of good stuff in it, but... Mm. Uh, maybe maybe I'm spoiled from last week. Last week was so good. Last week was I thought was, this was week really was good. very good, though. No, I, think, I agree. I think this, this week wasn't bad. This has been has been pretty... You know, it's it's it moves well. It's very well edited. The writing is sharp. The characters are crisp. You know, I, I love the uh, the last, like, 30 minutes. Totally, and I think I might come out of this one thinking six is the best of the series. I don't know. We'll have to see. Fucking good, man. It's pretty fucking good. Like I haven't had any major complaints so far. 
Anthony? I think with what they were able to do with seven, though, um, in mm-hmm. you know, in terms of having to restructure the entire plot, they did a pretty damn good job. Well, we'll, we'll have seven one. or eight episodes of that. Yeah. Any thoughts, ARB? Uh, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Um, like Tuned I said, out for the race. Yeah, like I said, Braga was a little too, a little too cartoony for me. Um, but the prison scene was was effective, and um, I I did like the uh, the interaction between Dom and Letty in this uh, fifteen minutes. Good. It was it was solid. Um, but again, like I'm not a racing guy. Like my brain just turned off. It was just but like. I- but you have to admit, at least to a degree, that the race served a story purpose. Not really. No. Like they could well, have had that playing, interaction without the race. They're playing a cat mouse game with each other. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the cat mouse <laughs> thing, and he wins her respect by winning the race. It's a Fast and Furious movie. You got to have racing in it somehow. Yeah, I know. Well, out, out there somewhere, fast... there are thousands of, of listeners going, "Fuck you!" It's all about the cars. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guys. Um, fast Five didn't have a race. It did. It Remember did. the cop cars? That was the only reason it happened. After they stole the cop cars, remember it's it's Roman, Han, Dom, and Brian, and Dom lets Brian win uh, oh, because yeah. he's pregnant. Yeah, you're right. No, I'm talking about like on the street, like big it was party. on the street. Oh, I see. You want you want race wars every every movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. No, that's fair. Vito, any any final musings? I, I loved I loved this this fifteen minutes. I mean, again, I think it's easily um, it's easily the most romantic of the uh, of any of the films to to date. You know what I mean? I think Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez really really demonstrated great chemistry with one another. I thought that they mm-hmm. you could feel that these characters, you know, at least he still remembers loving her. And that she's mm. kind of like, yeah, I, I really bought everything about this 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Everything, even, even Brian in, in prison, like it could have been, it's such a stupid plan, but for some <laughs> reason it really works. Yeah. It really, it really resonates, you know? And I, I think that's a testament to Justin Lin's directing, you know, and, and the trust that these actors have, you know, it's, it's the same thing. You know, you look at a Tarantino movie, like he always gets these really amazing performances you know, from people, but it's because they trust him and they know that if they're they're in one of his movies, they're going to get, you know, they're going to look good. And I mm-hmm. think at this point, the entire cast is basically like, this guy's got our back, so we're going to give him a thousand percent, you know, and it's it's firing on all cylinders. Totally. I agree. And I'm excited uh, to, to see if this holds up through, again, I mean, you know, we've all, well, Vito and I have seen all these movies. I, I don't remember what happens past where we are. <laughs> oh, dude, so. there's there's some really amazing stuff coming up, man. Um, some some pretty heartfelt stuff. There there's some surprises. I think uh, Anthony, I'm, I'm I'm honestly hoping that when this one's over, this one ends up being one of your favorites. There there's a lot of really amazing stuff in this movie. That's right. We got a good uh, an hour left, so yeah. a lot oh, to get to. Shit. Really? I know. Yeah. Feels like this movie is about to wrap up and we have an hour left. Well, I think we took it's like, off it's a, it's several like weeks. Vin Diesel just turns into like an animated cell and floats out of the screen. It's like then Poochie went back to his own planet at the end. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Well, I think that about wraps it up for this uh, episode of So Fast, So Furious. Is is there anything you guys want to mention before uh, we sign off? Oh, we got to ten uh, k followers on Instagram, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we got yeah, ten thousand. Congratulations! 10, yeah, 000. thank you, man. Thank you, everybody who is listening and who is. Uh, is 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 clicking those likes and and sharing i mean we've had a ton of people sharing the han and giselle pictures you know that you've been putting up and stuff zach so mm-hmm. we appreciate the uh the support um a lot of a lot of really good feedback yeah i i think uh i think we're hitting our stride guys it's right and just in time for the netflix series and the the female spinoff and nine and Hobbs and Shaw two and all the crazy wacky stuff that's coming up in the fast and furious universe. And then the reboot starring Andrew Garfield. Hey, and then the happens, fast we'll and the furious it. joins the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> the crossover we all want. Yep. Well guys, fast follow us on Furious versus mask. Yeah. Oh man. All of them, everything we can get and uh, Disney's going to own everything at some point anyway. So why not? <laughs> yes, they are. We'll be called the mother of all crossovers. Find us on Twitter at SoFastPodcast, on Instagram with, with our 10,000 other followers at SoFastSoFurious, and send us an email at SoFastSoFuriousPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us, review us, and all that good stuff. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking it out with us. Uh, we have some really cool guests coming up, as I teased a few weeks ago. You know, mm-hmm. we're working on uh, possibly doing something live at this year's uh, Los Angeles Comic Con. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Hey, for, Jinx for Yomi of Soda. listening, send us some really cool vibes, man. Like, I believe that uh, that thought can change, you know, reality ever so slightly. But uh, you know, put out some good vibes. You know, we're we're looking to get some really cool people for that if we can. So, uh, if you are in the LA area and we land a show, we hope to see you there. Yeah. And we definitely hope to see you here next week on So Fast, So Furious. Bye.